0: A guy named Fred Craddock, he's a hero of mine. He was a Disciples of Christ pastor. He was an author, theologian, wonderful preacher. And uh, as he was growing up, like many of you, he was given all of these examples of followers of Christ that just seemed beyond reach. Albert Schweitzer in Africa, you know, practicing medicine there. or um, You know, people like Mother Teresa in India, uh, dealing with the poor and the sick, there and he, he he went to youth church camp and he was so moved and he wanted to give his life to Christ but he said you know I'm stuck here in Georgia <laughs> you, know, how, you know how can I ever make an impact upon the world he had visions uh, fantasies of. Uh, being before the firing squad, and the firing squad saying, you have one last chance to deny Christ. No, I will not. Ready, aim, fire, bang, the gun goes off. And he said in his imagination, he could could see in the future that there'd be a monument to Fred, and people would come, and they would say, Johnny, stand over there next to the monument by by Fred, and widows would cry, and it it was just all so moving for him. And he said, what came to him later in life was this, that when it comes to giving our lives to Christ, it's not one big check that we write. It's $4.17 here, $1.89 here, and that the life in Christ consists of many small opportunities to serve Him. This is the message for today. (laughs) Many of us, uh, probably most of us, will never endow a chair at a university. We will never find a cure for a disease. We will not convert a nation to Christ. We will not christen a ship. Most of us will be like Fred Craddock and um, like people just all around us here, doing little small things all along in life. Falling Christ that way. I love what Jesus said. There's this little collection of sayings that that Luke has gathered up for us. He said, uh, if you're faithful in small things, little things, then you can be faithful in large things. It's how we spend the nickels and dimes that add up to the big accounts over a lifetime So we're in this stewardship season, defying gravity, and I'm just trying to get across to you today that it's to overcome the pull of money and possessions in this culture. It's not just one big thing that you do. It's a lot of little things over a lifetime. We're stewards. We are trusted with something that's not ours. We are to invest it on behalf of the Master, So I want to brag on us just a little bit. Um, We won't solve world hunger, but we're over there making sandwiches for mobile loaves and fishes and, and going out on those trucks to deal with those folks that are living on the streets. And we won't overcome all the challenges of youth growing up, but this past week, we wrote notes to freshmen in college and sent them a little Halloween uh, gift reminder from this congregation. We won't overcome all the loneliness in the world, but we go visit the homebound, those who are unwillingly absent here with us in worship. I had a holy moment. Um, we vote. <laughs> I voted on Tuesday morning. Stood in line for thirty minutes. How many of you already have done early vote? Look at this. Look at this. It's it was holy to me. It was not shouting. It was not uh, lobbing uh, grenades at one another. People were respectful to one another, and there was all kinds of folks. There was a guy with the tattoos and the nose ring, you know, next to me, and and. uh, Young people and old people, and people of all races and and creeds, and we were all just going there to sign our name, you know, next to that little thing that they printed out, and got my code, and do the little wheel, and uh, vote for all those folks. And to me, it's just it's holiness. It's it's a lot of little things that make up this this following Christ over a lifetime. And you teach children Sunday school, and, and you go on youth mission trips. And again, we can't solve all of the problems and save everyone, but we do our little bit just time and time again. You conduct business fairly, ethically. You, you are honest in your relationships. You feed the neighbor's cat. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's things like that. Uh, and I, I want to brag on you. Uh, something most of you don't know about is over the last week, we got our second refugee family that we're sponsoring. This was late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning that we received another family. I'm not supposed to say where they're from, but uh, some of you who've been involved with this know. And it's it's little things. It's like being there at the airport at, at midnight and and helping them get into that apartment that has been painted and has has food been brought there and there there are covers over the food so that that roaches can't get it i mean it's it's little things like and and to notice that the light bulb outside on of the exterior door is out and you need to replace that light bulb and it's things like oh What kind of market do we need to go to because they don't eat the same kind of food that we're used to eating, and where's the best place to do that? And one, I I, I was following the email trail this past week. I loved it. Somebody noticed it. Oh, Halloween's coming up on Monday. (laughs) Can you imagine people knocking on your door in costumes? And, you know, give me candy, you know, and I'm from this place. That, you know, what is that about? And you're know, trying to give some people a heads up uh, about Halloween coming. It's little things like that that make up th- this following Christ. And yesterday we had a memorial service. That's what uh, all of these roses are about, these beautiful flowers here. And, and it's little things like hospitality for folks who have not been in this building before and making sure they find the bathroom and, and where the reception is the, down the hall and making sure that there's food there for them. It's, it's, it's things like that, that we're faithful in a little so that we can be faithful in a lot over a lifetime. And then I have this video of uh, how one family has been affected by a ministry here and when we got it right.
1: I'm Lindsay, and uh, my family has been involved with Westlake United Methodist for um, about a couple of years now, and we recently joined the church. I had a friend in my daughter's preschool that invited me to Mom to Mom, and she just said it was a great group of women that I should get to know and so I joined her one day and um, have never looked back. mom to mom is a casual group of women that gets together twice a month. It's a Christian curriculum that talks about the struggles of motherhood and the joys of motherhood through a biblical lens. Just to be able to discuss that with moms that are going through, they're in the trenches with me with real examples, it's just really been a blessing. The mentor moms have really been um, an unexpected blessing. I found out I was pregnant with my third child when my mom um, got very ill, and I really turned to the church and I really turned to mom to mom, and I felt that um, I couldn't really um, imagine doing this walk alone and i would really encourage any mom that needs support to join a group like mom to mom because i really couldn't have um, couldn't have done this alone and they were there for me step by step i just feel really lucky that i was invited to mom to mom that time and invited my husband and then he really loved the church and all three of our children were baptized. We just really felt really felt at home there and combined with the people we met and the support we felt at Family Foundations, at the church retreat at Mo Ranch, that's when my husband really felt connection. When my mom was ill, I felt that a group of women were praying for me and then that extended through rest of the church praying for me and Pastor Lynn praying for me and that got me personally through the most difficult time of my life being pregnant with a very ill mother. There is no way I could have gotten through that without my faith and without a church community that was just so, so giving and loving. That I just knew I had found a special special place. Sometimes we get it right. <laughs> you know?
0: uh, I wish I could tell you that stewardship was just about your dollars, but it's about your souls. It's about your relationship with Christ, your relationship with with one another. In, in just a moment, I'm going to invite you to to do one of those small acts, uh, just one more step, uh, like Jesus said, to be faithful in a little. And that's to bring uh, your estimate of giving card here and, and and place it in the basket. You can also bring your tithes and offerings here if, if you feel so inclined to do that. You may come uh, and may be a small thing and say, "Well, I've, I've never filled out one of these cards before. This may be your chance just to start once and." Uh, you may have been filling these out all your lives, and maybe God's nudging you just to take a percentage 1% up and, and take a little risk like that. Or you may feel called to come here and say, I, I'm going to be more faithful in prayer. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to be more present in worship. I, I've been nudged to find a small group um, I loved all those service things you're talking about in your your sermon there, Pastor Lynn. And I I, I feel really called to do Habitat for Humanity or or become involved with mobilos and fishes or something. But, uh, you know, this person's been on my heart, and I need to invite them to worship or to mom to mom or to my Sunday school class. you don't have to do anything, but I'm hoping the foundation band will come up here in just a minute, and I'm hoping we're all standing, and it's kind of a celebration, a party, and we come here to the altar table where we have been fed with the body and blood of Christ and that we can give back and say thank you and and practice a little bit of defying gravity here. I, I read a quote this past week, and it said, An excellent congrega- congregation does small things well. <laughs> I want to brag on you because you have been doing small things well that God has been making into larger and larger salvation things. We get to choose who our master is. Back to the scripture passage. We get to choose who our master is over and over again in small decisions day after day. The good news is I can brag on you because you have made good choices. (laughs) Amen. So let's pray. Foundation, you be coming up, and I'll ask a prayer here, okay? Holy God, we bless you, we praise you, we adore you, we worship you. All that we have has come from you. We give you thanks this day, not just with our tithes and offerings, but with our time and with our spiritual gifts. With our prayers, with our words of witness, bless all of these gifts and use them to bring all of your children home to you. We make this prayer in the strong name of Jesus, who goes this journey with us. Amen. Would you be standing, and as you feel led, come and make your your gifts here at this table. Take a life, let it be. I want to brag on you a bit this morning. Uh, I want to brag a bit on us. There are a lot of times we get it right in this church. I I want to set this up by doing an illustration I got from uh, one of my heroes in the faith, Fred Craddock, who was a Disciples of Christ pastor, and he was a teacher and theologian and, and writer and, and and wonderful preacher. So when, when he was growing up, like, like many of, of you, he had these examples that were put before him of wonderful models in the faith. And people like Albert Schweitzer, and he would say, oh, you know, if, I, if only I could go to Africa and, and, and you know, save these people over there. You know, our Mother Teresa. Said, oh, if I could only go to India and help those those people on the streets there. He said, "But here I am stuck in Georgia. <laughs> you know, what can I possibly do here?" He used to have these fantasies. He would go to to church camp, and there would be that appeal to to follow Christ, and and he wanted to give his life entirely to Christ, and but it just didn't seem like. It was very much what he could do. And he would go to sleep and have this uh, imagination said, You know, if only I could be placed up against the the firing squad, you know, the the wall there. And, And they would come to me and they would say, This is your last chance. Deny Christ. Or you die. And he said, I do not deny Christ. And they go, ready, aim, fire, bang! And he's shot the wall and the widows cry and the bells ring. And, and someday there's a monument, a stone monument put there. And, and people come and they say, Johnny, stand over there by Fred's monument. Let me take a picture with you over there. And it went, went, This is his fantasy that, you know, if only he could have that kind of dramatic witness to his faith. And then it came to him about following Christ. And he said, if you want to give your life to Christ, it doesn't come in one big check. (laughs) It comes in $4.17 here, and $1.33 here, and it's a lot of little things over a lifetime. He said, life in Christ consists of many small opportunities. It's nickels and dimes how we use those that show an investment over a lifetime. What did the scripture say? These are some collected sayings that Luke has of Jesus about money and possessions. He said, if you're faithful in a little, then you can be faithful in a lot. How one is faithful in these little things can lead to a bigger account in in the big things over Lifetime. We've been in this season of stewardship, defying gravity, trying to overcome the pull of money and possessions in our lives. And we remember that a steward manages that which is not his or her own. We manage what belongs to the master. I'm trying to get across to you today that it's the little things over a lifetime that make the big difference. So I want to brag on this just a little bit, okay? We can't solve world hunger. But I see you make sandwiches for mobile loaves and fishes and go out on those trucks and we feed some people who are hungry. And and we can't save all of the world's environment, but yesterday I saw about 20 people come and give a haircut here to some of these trees and take out some of the dead branches and things around here, and I know you take care of your properties and home, and that's, that's how we uh, take care of God's earth, just a little bit at a time. And we can't take care of all of the youth and their challenges, but... Some of you wrote notes and sent care packages to about 7 college freshmen from this congregation this past week a little Halloween gift for them as they are about at midterm time now And you vote How many have already done early voting How many can I see Yeah I knew I knew yeah uh-huh And see I did that on Tuesday morning I stood in line for 30 minutes And there was no shouting, there was no uh, animosity, it was almost a holy stillness as we shuffled up just a few at a time. I want you to notice I'm wearing a purple shirt underneath here, okay? Neither red nor blue, all right? (laughs) Purple shirt. And in line next to me there's this guy with tattoos all over his arms and a nose ring and... uh, People of all ages, all races, and we're all doing this holy thing. Just, just going in there and signing our name next to that little piece of uh, tab that they put there and getting that, that little code of four digits and putting that in the machine and turning the little wheel person after person. Just a little thing that adds up to a, a big investment. And you teach children Sunday school, and you go on youth mission trips, and you sing in the choir, <laughs> and you conduct your business fairly, ethically, honestly—just a lot of little things. Oh yeah, you feed the neighbor's cat. You know, it's just—it's—it's it's, it's not huge things. You see, very few of us christen a ship, or find a cure for a disease, or endow a university chair, or stop a war. It's it's the little things over a lifetime of of following Christ. There's some things like, uh, you may not know, in the past week we have received our second refugee family. I'm not supposed to tell you where this family's from, but this was late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, that we received another family. And in, in it's little things. Uh, as I followed the email trail about how this family was received in this congregation, uh, do we have a car seat for, for the youngest child? And, and someone going into their apartment noticed, oh, the outside light is burned out. We need to get a light bulb for that. It's not big things, right? And, and do we have uh, containers that are sealed so that bugs don't get into the food source? And, and, and about food, what market should we go to? Because maybe they don't eat hamburgers. Maybe there's... Oh, uh, we find out that this is the place. and Oh, and get to, to get bus passes and to make sure their cell phone works and uh, all those little things. Oh, this was real important. I love this part. Someone, it came to their awareness... That Monday is Halloween. <laughs> Can you imagine being a refugee family and thrown into the United States of American people in costumes coming on knocking on your door? you to know, <laughs> give us candy, you know it's like <laughs> It's little things <laughs> that we get right here. We had a memorial service here yesterday. That's what these beautiful red flowers are about here. And it's little things about showing hospitality to folks who have come into our building just for the first time. Yes, the restrooms are down this hall, and yes, the reception's over here, and, you know, can we, can we show you where the trash cans are after you've, you've eaten your, your snack at the reception? It, it's, it's just things like that. And then I had this video for you where we got it right. Mm-hmm.
1: Lindsay, and uh, my family has been involved with Westlake United Methodist for um, about a couple of years now, and we've recently joined the church. I had a friend at my daughter's preschool that invited me to mom-to-mom, and she just said it was a great group of women that I should get to know, and so I joined her one day and um, have never looked back mom to mom is a casual group of women that gets together twice a month. It's a Christian curriculum that talks about the struggles of motherhood and the joys of motherhood through a biblical lens. Just to be able to discuss that with moms that are going through, they're in the trenches with me, with real examples, it's just really been a blessing. The mentor moms have really been um, an unexpected blessing. I found out I was pregnant with my third child when my mom um, got very ill, and I really turned to the church, and I really turned to Mom to Mom, and I felt that um, I couldn't really um, imagine doing this walk alone. And I would really encourage any mom that needs support to join a group like Mom to Mom, because I really couldn't have um, couldn't have done this alone. And. They were there for me step by step. I just feel really lucky that I was invited the Mom to Mom that time, and invited my husband. And then he really loved the church. And all three of our children were baptized. We just really felt really felt at home there. And combined with the people we met and the support we felt at Family Foundations, at the church retreat at Mo Ranch, that's when my husband really felt connection. When my mom was ill, I felt that a group of women were praying for me and then that extended through the rest of the church praying for me and Pastor Lynn praying for me and that got me personally through the most difficult time of my life being pregnant with a very ill mother. There is no way I could have gotten through that without my faith and without a church community that was just so, so giving and loving that I just knew I had found a special, special place.
0: Sometimes we get it right, <laughs> Uh, I wish I could tell you that this Sunday is about money and about maintenance, but it's so much deeper than that. It's about our souls. It's about following Christ. It's about loving one another. It's about supporting one another. Today, uh, you get to do a small thing. You get to fill out an estimate of giving card. And for some of you, it may be for the very first time, that may be your small thing. I've never done that before, and here it is. Um, for some of you, you may have been, have been doing this for a long, long time, but God's nudging you say, I'm, I'm going to increase by 1% or take you know, take a little challenge there. For some of you, you're going to take a prayer card out of the, the, uh, the rack in front of you and bring that here to the altar table. For some of you, you're going to come here maybe and you're going to say, you know, i I need to be in. I need to be present in worship more. For some of you, say I'm, I'm being pushed to do to find a small group and and to have established deeper relationships with some people. For some of you, may be saying, I, you know, I need to get more involved with missions. I need to find out more about mobile loaves and fishes and making those sandwiches or or go do Habitat for Humanity or whatever. You may just want to come here and and. And bow before this altar we've been fed here so many times by the body and blood of Christ, and this is this is our way to say thank you today and to offer gratitude. you don't have to do anything, but in a moment, what I hope happens is that we have kind of a party, a celebration where we're we're all standing, and as you find your way here to the altar table, you put that that card in the basket here, or maybe it's your regular monthly or weekly offering, your tithes that you put in these baskets here. But that's what I'm going to invite you to do in just a moment. And you may be a guest here today, and and I just want to demonstrate to you that this is how the church operates. This is is who we are. I found a great quote this past weekend. It said, an excellent church does small things well. We get to choose our master. This is the other part of the scripture that ended on. We get to choose our master in small ways, day after day, again and again. And today, the good news is this I get to brag on you (laughs) because you do a lot of small things well. (laughs) Amen. So I'm going to pray as. uh, Yeah, and then we'll stand and we'll sing this song, okay? We pray. Oh, holy God, you have brought us this far by faith, and we give you thanks for all the good gifts you've trusted with us, not just money and possessions, but spiritual gifts and time and ways to serve you and to love our neighbor. Dear God, I ask you to bless us now as we make estimate of giving, as we bring our tithes here, as we bring our prayers here, as we... Bring those nudges that you've placed in our lives to take one more step, one more small thing that we can do for you and your world. And always, as everything we do in this church, may it be to your glory and to bring all of your children home to you. I make this prayer in the strong name of Jesus who goes this journey with us. Amen.